Hey there, it's Matt, and welcome to Wednesday Night Whenever, the podcast that brings you into our student ministry here at Watson Baptist Church in Watson, Louisiana. Look, thank you so much for taking the time to to join us and hang out. Um, yeah, this was a uh, I know it's been like a it's been a week, hasn't it? It's been a week since uh, since we had a new episode. I know, but um, you know, Easter is always crazy, you know, in in ministry and. Um, and it's just, it's, it's hard to, to kind of sit down and get a podcast. You know, last week we, uh, we did our prayer pathway and, in our student ministry, we had all the different prayer stations and, um, and the students were able to go around and pray for different things and just, and so we just, we just did a whole, a whole evening dedicated to, to prayer. And then, uh, and then, you know, we, we celebrated Easter, uh, Resurrection Sunday, and, um, and then, and then that, and then the Monday and Tuesday after Easter, we actually, we did a 48 hours of prayer in our church where we, um, we, once again, we just dedicated the, the 48 hours to, to being with God, to communicating with him via prayer. And it was, and it was special. It was a special time, um, you know, where we could just gather, uh, where the church was open for 48 hours straight. We had, you could come anytime and, and pray and worship and, it was great. It was great. Um, and so, and so this week, you know, this week is spring break for, uh, for our, for a lot of our students. And, and so it was kind of a, kind of a, a slow week, but, um, uh, you know, we still, we took some time out to gather and meet and go through the word. And, uh, and this week I really, I just, I just shared, um, you know, something God taught me and revealed to me through his word, um, through reading it during our 48 hours of prayer. And so that's, that's what I shared. It's, it's, uh, you know, just a, a short and sweet devotion, you know, but it comes out of the book of Ezra. And so I hope you, you enjoy. Um, so, Hey, let's go ahead and, and rewind it back to Wednesday night. Um, so, you know, th- like I said earlier, you know, this is like a, uh, this is like an abbreviated Wednesday night refreshed, right? Um, you know, usually we go 30 extra minutes, but this is just, you know, I, I just thought this week of spring break, you know, maybe we just needed to come come for a little while, get refreshed, get caught up with one another, um, you know, read the word together, study it together, and then and then go out and just enjoy our uh, our spring break. Your spring break. I still have to go to work tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> but I, I I thank y'all that uh, that y'all are here and that we have some some visitors hanging out with us tonight. Welcome, kids. Um, I'm sorry if, if some of this you don't understand. I, I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't plan to have have uh, uh, youngins here, but uh, but I am glad you're here. Um, but you know, like we were just talking about over the last 48 hours here at our church, we had 48 hours of prayer, where the church doors were open, and um, you know, and anybody and everybody could come in and just and just sit in our church and just and pray, you know, and go over. We had the prayer guide. You know, there were there were um, people who came and, and and led in worship and things like that, and so it was just, I, it, it's it's amazing. You know, it's it's something that that was truly amazing just to see. You know, just to see people here, and you know, um, and practice reverence. You know, and and just and just sit and and pray and, and be with God, and um, you know, and I've told you this before. You know, prayer is special to me. I love prayer. Um, you know, prayer is something that is just is just so important to me. And as a believer, you know, it's something that's vastly important. Um, you know, just 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 like you should take time to cultivate your your relationships, 
you know, with, with, your, with your friends, with your family, with your peers, you know, you should be taking time to cultivate your relationship with God, and, you know, um, and, and with your Heavenly Father, and that happens via staying in the Word and, and also by having a prayer life, you know, talking to God on a regular basis. And, you know, communication is key in every relationship, and so communicating with God is, is very important. But also, you know, I just really love prayer. I really love it. You know, personally, it's what gets me through my day-to-day. You know, without prayer, you know, I, I would have a very hard time making it through my normal day-to-day, my normal work week. And, um, and, and, and the amazing thing is that we do. We have access to God at all times. There's, there's no matter, you know, uh, where we are or what time it is, you know, um, there's no specific time or place that we have, uh, we have to be to talk to God. You know, we have a direct line to Him always. As, as adopted sons and daughters of, uh, of, of his. And, and, and I really, and I don't know, I think either uh, because we hear this about prayer frequently in the church or because we know that we can talk to God anytime or anywhere, I think we just kind of tend to, to write it off maybe sometimes or, 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 or forget about it and, uh, and maybe we don't find it as special as, or as important as we should. Because, you know, oh, you know, I know I need to pray. You know, I know... Oh, I'll, I'll pray later. And, and we just kind of like shrug it off sometimes. But, but you know, prayer is, is powerful. You know, prayer is, is important. I mean, we get to talk to the creator of the universe anytime and anywhere we want. I mean, that's, that's an amazing thing that we have the, the honor and privilege to do. And, um, and I feel like we can diminish prayer and, uh, and its power. And, and not only can we, but we do sometimes. And even, you know, even, even I sometimes can just maybe kind of, uh, you know, forget just how powerful prayer is. Um, and, and, you know, prayer, prayer is, is powerful simply because of the one who hears our prayers and receives them. And that's something we need to remember. You know, it's, nothing, we don't, it's not magic words that we can say, but prayer is simply powerful because of the one who hears and receives them. And that's God. And, um, you know, and we can have peace knowing that. And that's really what I want to share with you this evening. Is that, is that God hears and receives our prayers. And it, it, I don't think it was like a coincidence or some happenstance that, that the, the passage I was reading last night had to do with prayer. You know, that was, it was part of my, my weekly Bible lesson. It was my, my Tuesday night reading, and it had to do with, with prayer. And I, that's not a, I don't think that's a, you know, I don't believe in coincidences or happenstance. That, that was God. And, um, and so that was really something that, that God really revealed to me is that, you know, prayer is powerful because he receives it, because he hears it, and he does. And, um, you know, but our hearts often get in the way of, like, knowing that and remembering that and, 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 and therefore reaching out to him. And so we're going to get to the heart of the matter. We're going to look at uh, Ezra chapters 7 and, and 8. And so if you have your Bibles, you can, you can turn there. I, I didn't see it. It's fine. You can look it on your phone. That's cool, too. But uh, we're getting to the Old Testament, looking at Ezra 7 through 8. Um, if you don't know where Ezra is, it's right between 2 Chronicles and Nehemiah. And if you still can't find it, we're going to have to do Bible drills next week. So, so get ready. But, uh, but before we get into the passage, I, you know, I just want to share with you just a little bit of the context real quick for the sake of clarity. And so Ezra 
when, when Ezra arrives on the scene here in this passage, the Israelites, they're constructing and they're, and they're rebuilding the temple of God and they're laying the foundations, um, which, which outsiders, they, they weren't really too fond of. You know, the, the, there were people you know, that weren't part of, of God's chosen people who, were, who weren't fond of, of Israel coming back, you know, getting their land back, put, rebuilding the temple, and, um, and, and, and so there, there were people at work that were trying to get in the way of, God, of God's people rebuilding the temple. And, uh, but they forgot that, 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 that God, they were God's people. You know, they forgot that God was with them. And, and so, so the foundations are laid, which, which is a cause for celebration and for praising God. And, and, then, and, then, and then the temple was dedicated to God. And, um, and, and, uh, and so they had the celebration. They, they dedicated it to God. And then they observed Passover. As, as a way of honoring God and praising Him. In Ezra chapter 6, verse 22, it shows us the joy that, that, that the people had. It says, They observed the festival of unleavened bread for seven days with joy, because the Lord had made them joyful, having changed the Assyrian king's attitude toward them, so that He supported them in the work on the house of, of the God of Israel. And so it says they were overjoyed. And I love this. It says they were overjoyed. Uh, why? Because of God, because of God and because of what he had done in the heart of the unbelieving king. You know, only only God can change hearts. Only God has the power to change hearts. And when he does, it's always a cause for joy. You know, when God changes somebody's heart and 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 allows that that person, that life to work for him, to work for his glory, to work for his people. Or when God changes somebody's heart and brings it back to him, that is always a cause for celebration. That is always a cause for joy. And, and, and because of that joy, they, they observed the feast of, of Passover. They were giving thanks for God for what he had done. And then after this, we see Ezra uh, arrive on the scene. And, and who, who was Ezra? Well, in, in chapter 7, verse 6, it says, He came up from Babylon, and that he was a scribe skilled in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given the king had granted him everything he requested because the hand of the, of, of the Lord, his God, was on him. And so he was, he was part of God's people. He had been in Babylon, right? But, but uh, he was a scribe. He was somebody who, who wrote down the word of God. You know, he, 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 loved God. he loved God and he loved his word. And that's what we see in verse 10. It says, Now Ezra had determined in his heart to study the law of the Lord, obey it, teach its statutes and ordinances in Israel. And so, so yeah, he's a scribe. He's a, he's a man that's dedicated to the written word. Who had he, he was dedicated to the to, to the word of God, to, to the uh, to the law of God, and um, who had determined in his heart to be fully obedient to the word of God, to study it, to obey it, and to teach it. And I remember it's probably I don't know when we started D group, like a couple years ago. Oh man, I know. It was it's probably about four years ago. Three was it three? That's crazy. Oh. So I remember, I, it, was, it was three years ago then, uh, yeah. reading this passage for the first time and, and highlighting it and journaling on it. And I journaled on, on this passage I just read um, because I saw three things that I need to be doing as a follower of God, you know, that I have a need to be fully committed as a disciple and, and that in my, in my heart I need to, to determine to study, to obey, and to teach the Word of God more consistently in my life. It's, it's highlighted, and it's, it's, it's neat. I love it. I love going back and seeing those, those things that God had, has revealed to me already. 
Um, but I could, I could probably just, I could probably just leave it there and say so much about that. But, but I shan't because I don't want us to lose focus. But I want you to notice Ezra's heart. I want you to notice his heart here. You see, in his heart, he had determined these things because that, that's, that's where it starts. It starts in the heart. You know, we had to see the heart of Ezra before we go any further. In his heart, he decided that God's word was so important that he needed to obey it, to study it, and to teach it. Now look at your own heart. Look at the desires of, of your own heart. Does the decisions in your heart match the heart of Ezra? And if not, why? What's, 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 holding, it, what's holding it back? But, but, but the outcome of, of having a life centered on God is that, is that God is with you, that his hand is upon you. For Ezra, this meant God blessed him, and because he wanted what God wanted, his desires matched, matched the heart of God. You know, God provided those things that, that he requested from the king. You know, God changed the heart of the king. God moved the king's heart to give Ezra everything that he needed and the people of, uh, of God needed. And so Ezra, it says he went to Babylon and he, to, to bring back families of, of Israelites to Jerusalem. And then, and, and then in Ezra, you see all the, all the families that came back with him. You see all the, all the lists and the lineages there of the people. And, uh, and so we've seen Ezra's heart, his heart for God and for his word. And now uh, as he prepares to return, we, we will see his character. And, and this is really what stuck with me. And I'm actually going to read from, from my own journal now just, just what stuck with me because, I, you know, I, I want to be real with you. I want to be real with you. I want to I show you what, what God has revealed to me about my own life, you know, and be, and be vulnerable enough to, to do that because, you know, I, God uses that. He uses the times where, where he teaches us things about our life so that, so that maybe, you know, he can teach you it as well. You know, maybe you need to hear the same thing. But we, we have a need to teach each other what God is teaching us. You know, just like I shared about our D group, you know. Um, actually, somebody asked me yesterday at work, if, are you a student or a teacher? And I said, well, I'm both. And they're like, but you, but you teach at church. I'm like, yeah, but I also learn at church. You know, I, I learn every, every time I read the Word of God, he teaches me things. So I am a student of the Word, and then I teach it. Right, and and that's what we're all called to be. We're all called to be students, and we're all called to be teachers, and 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 share and evangelize um, the word of God. And so, um, and so, so because because God is constantly teaching me things, revealing things to me through His Word, through the teaching of others, and then and then and then I get to teach it. And so, uh, but this really hit home for me, so I want to share it with you. So in um, and this comes and this comes from Ezra and I didn't write I didn't write down the uh, the chapter or the verse but it's it is Ezra chapter eight I do know that and uh, I think I have it right here Ezra yeah Ezra chapter eight and it's verses twenty one through twenty three and it says I proclaimed a fast by the Aveva River so that we must humble ourselves before our God and ask Him for a safe journey for us our dependence, and all our possessions. I did this because I was ashamed to ask the king for infantry and cavalry to protect us from enemies during the journey, since we had told him, the hand of our God is gracious to all those who seek him, but his fierce anger is against all who abandon him. And so we fasted and pleaded with our God about this, and he was receptive to our prayers. And so, and so you know, this Ezra and the rest of God's people, they're, they're preparing to return to Jerusalem. You know they're they're preparing to for their for their return return trip uh, return trip to Jerusalem, 
And, um, and, so, and so Ezra, you know, he, uh, he, he praised God. He, um, you know, in front of the king, like he praised God and he, and, he, uh, and he told them everything that God had done for them. The people had been praising God for all the mighty things that he had done for them and, um, and, 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 and announced that God was going to be with them, right, in their journey and everything that they were doing, that his hand would be on him. And, um, and, and, then, um, and then I love this here, and actually, you know, he puts his money, I said he puts his money where his mouth is, you know, instead of asking for the Calvary, asking for the protection to get to where they were going, to get back to Jerusalem, he says, you know what, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm actually ashamed to ask because I've already said that God was going to be with me. You know, I already said that, that, that our God was going to be with us and protect us and be with us. And, uh, and, then, and then we see them pray and, and fast and call on God to protect them. And then, and then it says God receives their prayers and they are protected and they get back to Jerusalem. And, um, and then kind of my application, it says, you know, and I wrote maybe because this is our 48 hours of prayer or actually it, it's, it's because God has, you know, is, is revealing his promise uh, of hearing and being close to his children. You know, God responds, so God responds to earnest prayer and fasting um, in times of worry and stress, hardship and struggle. You know, those around us, they, they look at how we respond. You know, and uh, how I respond, and there's a need to respond in faith and trust that God hears and knows and receives my prayers. And so, you know, I know I know we can worry, and I worry a lot. You know, I have, I have a family, I have I have you know jobs, about to be a student. You know, I've got I've got a lot of I've got a lot of worries. You know, and and um, and I was listening to. Uh, a biblical counseling podcast a, a, a few a few weeks ago. I'm trying to think of the quote. Um, it was like it was um, over excessive worry is like um, uh, active atheism or something like that. And I was like, wow, that hurts. And you know, it's like when you're consumed by worry, when you're just consumed and over consumed by worry, and let it take a hold. It's like saying, God, I don't trust you. And that really hit me. And uh, in reading this, it kind of, you know, it really hit, hit me again. And, and, and so, because um, sometimes we forget how powerful prayer is. And we can let circumstances, we can let things around us just, just consume us and, and make us forget those things. You know, make us forget, oh, you know, God does hear me. He does, you know, he does receive my prayers. And... Um, and so, and so it, this was really a call for me to, you know, trust and know that God listens. You know, know that, know that he receives our prayers. Know, like, in times where we have a 48-hour prayer, you know, pray, uh, 40 hours of prayer, that, that, that he, is, he, he heard all of it. You know, that, that he received all of it. Uh, you know, it's knowing that, that when you're at home, and you're, you're stressed out about something, where you're worrying about something, whether it's family-related, whether it's friend-related, whether it's school-related, whether, it, whether it's personal, whether it's just you, that God hears you. He knows what you're going through. He receives your prayers. But, you know, it all, it all goes back to the heart. You know, are we earnestly seeking Him? You know, are we, are we, are we earnestly seeking the things of God? You know, are, are, we, are we taking time out of our weeks, out of our days, to spend time with Him because we want to, because we need to, you know, or are we letting things get in the way? 
And so it was, it was really just, just a, uh, you know, because there are people around us that are, that are watching how we respond to times of hardship, times of stress, tri- times of worry. And are we, are we, are we responding, you know, like, like we trust God, like we know that he's there, like he knows that, we, that, that he hears us, or are we just being so consumed with worry that, that we, we just we overflow and do something that is, is unchristian? So, so that was that was really the big takeaway. So my response was was a prayer. You know, um, I said, God, you are so good, so good to me. You hear me. You receive my prayers. Father, you never leave me. You watch over me and protect me. You're always there for me. You help me because um, you help. Uh, oh, no, I said help me be there for you. Help. Uh, Help give me boldness and courage to shine glory on, on you in my day today. And I said, thank you for being so good to me. So, um, you know, I hope this encouraged you like it did me. You know, I, I, I left feeling, feeling very encouraged. Um, you know, that's kind of what God does. You know, it, he, he refreshes you. You know, he, he, uh, he encourages you through, through his word. So I encourage you to read it. Um, but, um, but yeah, so that's, that's really all I had. Does anybody have any, any, any takeaways or any, any questions or any, um, anything that they want to share from, um, from, from the night of, from the 48 hours of prayer? That was really, that was just kind of a big thing that maybe God revealed or God spoke or showed you. I think I think uh, I think kind of what you're saying, um, trusting in God, trusting in His sovereignty, um, was was really something that kind of stood out to me. And you know, I just I really just needed that time of, of refreshment to uh, really put aside all of the stresses and worries and anxiety, um, and really just focus on God you know, it really just reassured me that, you know, God is listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, God, you know, just God's awesome. Mm. So. Yeah. Anybody else? Well, good. Um, well, would you like to, to, to pray us out? Okay. Pray us out. <laughs> Does anybody have any prayer requests? Anything? Okay. Okay. Father, uh, thank you for this, uh, just this awesome time that we get to spend hanging out, uh, fellowshipping with each other, um, and also just getting to hear from your word. And uh, Father, I feel like this is a message that we needed to hear tonight. There's so many things going on in the world today that that brings you know anxiety and fear and worry over or the future. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, teenagers in here that are thinking about their future right now, uh, post high school, as well. And so, uh, Father, I just pray that you will be with everyone here um, as we go back into the world and and face these things, uh, just help us to trust in you more and, and, and know that you will take care of us and that you, you know, that you do care about us and that you are in control. Help us to trust that, to know that uh, on 
you know, both just a, a knowledge level, but also even on a, on a heart level. Uh, but we pray that you'll just be with us, and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you, uh, you hope you enjoyed that. You know, I hope you were encouraged um, by by God's word. Um, you know, because I know I surely was. And, and like I said, you know, I don't believe it was a coincidence or happenstance that that the passage I um, I was reading had to do with with prayer, with fasting. You know, and um, you know during our our forty eight hours of of prayer. And so, um, but yeah, I hope you can be encouraged that God does hear you. And he does receive your prayers. Um, but look, uh, as always, appreciate you for taking the time out of your busy day to, to hang out with us at, uh, you know, in the Watson Baptist Church Student Ministry. Um, look, you know, share, share our podcast and, um, and, and feel free to, to like it and, and just continue to, to follow along with us. But uh, hope you have a good rest of your week and uh, take care. We'll see you next time. I guess you're dismissed.